Welcome back to Cold America. <clears throat> I'm Chris Coleman, your host back here today. I'm sorry, uh, my voice is a little hoarse. I've been on the phone a lot today and talking a lot and everything like I usually am. It is around 3 o'clock in the morning, Monday night, Tuesday morning. And so uh, since Tuesday is the beginning of the playoffs of Tart League, I'm going to start out with that, but I'm going to start out off the the pitch I don't even know what it's called I just thought about that I, I, away from the boards uh, our good friend Wayne Murick, Uh he has not been doing well the past few weeks um, I saw him on Friday and it looked like he had lost easily 50 pounds probably more uh, he told me he was having a hard time keeping down food and everything he had been to the clinic he went back they told him he had a bacterial infection in his stomach. They gave him medication for it. He said, uh, he, he would, he goes, I'm having a hard time swallowing anything. It hurts. And they gave him these big pills to take. And uh, he said that when he had taken them, he was throwing them up. Um, I talked to Miss Sonia, uh, you know, he works for her out at Buffalo's American Grill. And she said that, you know, he's had to miss a lot of work. And when he's come in, like, she's like, look, you got to go home. You got to go. And on Friday, he was here. And he attempted to play Matt Jones in singles league. And it, it was not Wayne. I mean, he did not look good. He was uh, sitting down, hunched over a lot in between his throws. And uh, he had to win six games to get into the playoffs. He didn't. But once they Matt won the second one, and it was done, he couldn't get in, then they uh, they stopped. Well, today we got even worse news. Wayne has been diagnosed with lung cancer and it has already spread to his esophagus and his liver. And Wayne is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, I've never met anyone so loving, so caring, that just takes everyone at face value and the heart and is just trying to be a good person. And it's terrible what he's what he's going through. And I ask that all y'all keep him in your thoughts and prayers and, and everything. Uh, right now, uh, I've been on the phone today in a few different group texts and everything, trying to figure out what we can do to help raise money for him and to, and to help do whatever we can in any way that we can. Um, I know right now Sonya's the only one that's really been in contact with him. Uh, her and Matt came and talked to me, and then I messaged a lot of other guys. I've had others message me. They were hearing things, and um, it's it's a it's a terrible terrible situation. But we're going to we're planning on having a dark tournament soon, and. Uh, you know, uh, raise some money for him, and we're gonna do probably a couple other things that we're talking about here. Uh, but they're all, you know, all this started this afternoon, and uh, I mean, I got a message at you know one o'clock in the morning or somebody uh, asking me about ideas or something he could do, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm all in favor of 
you know, whatever you need, but let me sleep on it and I'll get back to you. Of course, I didn't sleep on it. Uh, I got up and came up here to the bar. We had a meeting last night, Sunday night, 9.30, after we closed. Went over a lot of things. So I was really disappointed when I came in today. There's about four or five things not done correctly. Uh, <laughs> but there were all little things, nothing big. Uh, the, the main things that needed to be done were up. And look, I got to tell you, I love my staff here. I like where we're at. Uh, I've I managed a lot of different boards. And when you go back, you know, after you give a few years, you go back and look. And, you know, if you're honest with yourself, there were times that you, you worked on the staff that you were like, oh, how do, how do we stay open? That staff wasn't good. And I, I've had others that I'm like, yeah, we won championships with that staff. No, uh, the legacy staff in particular stacked top to bottom. People that went on to manage and own bars and restaurants and have been very successful in everything they've done. You look at the success overall of what they've done in their lives and it's ridiculous. I mean, just flat out ridiculous. And yeah, there, there's quite a few people that I work with at other places that, as you know, I was part of those staffs and what we did at the ball was really well, really good. And then, you know, you look back and you thought, man, you know, this, this is good, this is fine, this is awesome. And then you look back on it later and you go, yeah, I could have done a lot better. You know, we could have done better. Um, I'll be honest, there's a couple of them that I look back on that I go, man, I did not utilize that person as much as I should have. They, they're, they're smart, they're a good worker, you know? And sometimes, you know, people people get better, they develop later, you know? They, they mature later. So there's a lot of times you're working with them when they're 21, not when they're 28, you know? Hmm. But this staff that I have right now, uh, I like where we're at. I feel like I have a couple of unicorns out there that are rare finds, and I'm really happy with you know, them. I like the personalities of the people. It's, it's so different. It's very Everybody's very diverse. It's pretty unique. You get it? See what I did there? Because the bar's named Unique. But anyway, so let's jump on in. Tea Time Dark League starts tonight playoffs. I'll give you the matchups. Uh, I did have a friend of mine put odds out. Now I have them. I don't like them. I'll be honest. I don't agree with them. I don't like them. I thought some of them should be a lot higher. I know he didn't want to put really big odds out for smaller teams, but come on. Uh, anyway, so I say smaller teams, lower ranked teams. So here's the rundown. The one seed, Thumb Dark Magic. They'll be at the Red Shed tonight hosting the Over the Hill Gang. Loved by their captain, Sam Adams. Uh, you know, <laughs> Over the Hill Gang is certainly not last, uh, is this their first season together, but they're not lacking experience. Uh, they, they've they been in the playoffs, but they also know what they're about to walk into. And this third dark magic team is on another level. Uh, they're, they're hitting on all cylinders right now. The addition of Nick Chichester, big for them, having a ball, been playing with five all season. That's it, they, they're, Keon and Seth and Scotty Mack get out of here mm. 
they're my favorite the winner. They're who I think will do it. Now, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> There's some other teams out there that can definitely beat them on any given day. But I think they're the one seed for a reason. The two seed wheelhouse. Very interesting there. They're the one seed most of the season. They're not magic past them late. Uh, they suffered their first loss of the season. Technically, the final week of the season, final match of the season, uh, when Hoppers, the four-time defending champs, went in and beat them 9-3. Now, they came back on Thursday and played a makeup game from the week before. So, and, and they won that against New Dark Order down at, uh, at Gillette's. But, look, they can throw. You, know, you got Allen, David, and Will, and Keith that are there in week. Brad's missed the last few weeks. He's been there sparingly throughout the season. Robert's only shown up once all season. And thank you again for doing that to my team. Um, really appreciate that. That's what we wanted to see. <laughs> but but uh, will he be there in the playoffs? Will David be there? I mean, will uh, Brad be there in the playoffs? Or will it be the four? What will they run with if we don't bet? Um, they'll be at home. They'll be playing Watch My Smoke. That is the team that Wayne is on. And obviously not going to be there. Sides, Tui, Matt Jones, Sonya. Still a very good team. Still a good team. Uh, I... I, Wheelhouse is an enigma to me because I would not be surprised to see them win at all. I also would not be surprised to see them get put out or put you know, in, the, in the first round. Mm. I think that a healthy Wayne definitely makes that a tough matchup. But uh, unfortunately, the good Lord had other ideas. <coughs> but... Uh, I think that's going to be – I know Tui's going to come correct. I know Sides and Sonya and Matt are going to do all they can. They're going to, they're going to play for Wayne. And I think uh, I think it's going to be a good match. The three seed, the Dartman Cometh meet Tyler Evans, <laughs> Claire, Chris Statham. They'll be at home hosting my team, Darks United. And with the sixth seed again for the second season in a row. By the way, for the second season in a row, I picked up the MVP award. And there is nobody giving us a shot. Nobody thinks we can win this match. I don't even know why we're going. I don't even know why we're going down there. <laughs> I mean, it's over, right? That's what everybody's told me. I can't beat them. The guy that gave me the odds had Meat's team favored to win it because, well, Meat's on that team. You can't beat them. Well, we're going to go. We're going to show up. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, I'll throw a few darts. See if we can hit something. Get lucky every now and then. So maybe, maybe I'll pull something out. I don't know. You know, we'll see. Wall and Mac, Chris will be there with me. We'll see what happens. The 4-5 matchup is really intriguing. Hoppers, four-time defending champions, started the season very slowly. Very slowly. Included in that, 
was getting their butt whipped at home by the New Dot Order. The young Galitzi and that team, they could throw, man. Hoss, uh, Chris, Ryan, Anthony, and Jordan, they could throw. And they went in there and they, they whipped them pretty good. And now in the first round of the playoffs, they're going to have to see them again. Back in Hoppers. Drew Rhodes has been player of the week three weeks in a row. He's been on fire. Steven is going to show up. He's going to come crack. I think that towards the end of the season, with some of the things that have gone on with their team, one, you know, they, they replaced Eddie with Kenny, and Kenny's a very good player, but they had to figure out the dynamic of their team and who throws better where, where and what they want to do with that. And then... uh their chemistry, but also, you know, a little bit later on, they figured out that this is probably their last dance together. And for a few different reasons. Few, yeah, I'm not saying someone won't still play together, but Wes and, and them, uh, this uh, just from what I've been told by different people, uh, they, they probably won't all be back next season. Uh, and so you know they, they're like, hey, you know what? Let's let's do it. If we're gonna if we're gonna be here. Let's do it. Let's do it. And they've been playing. Mm. So there's your matchups for tomorrow. I don't know. It stayed chalk last season. Last season it stayed chalk. One, two, three, four, all one. Uh, we had not seen it stay chalk in a while until last season. So I think most people expect it to stay chalk, except me. I would not be surprised to see an upset or two in the first round. That's just me. Uh, the singles league playoffs also start. And, of course, I left my phone in the other room on the charger. But I'm pretty sure I know it. Uh, Nick Chichester was the one seed uh, out of his division. So he will be playing Ryan, that is the four seed uh, out of the division I was in. Uh, the, the two seed out of their division was Hawks. And I will be playing Hawks. I was the three seed in our division. Tui was the two seed in our division. So he will be playing Drew Rhodes, the three seed out of their division. And Will Hollingham was the one seed out of our division. So he gets their four seed meet. There's your reward. Look, I just told you Meat was the fourth seed in their division. <laughs> I told you Ryan was the fourth seed in ours. There's not a bad player in this. There's really not. And, uh, yeah, it's best of nine in the first round. Then it goes best of 11, best of 13 in the final. And I think it's going to be some really good matches here in the singles league. Um, this, <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I could play mine on Tuesday. I like to do that before Team League. It's a great warm-up for Team League. You know, you play seven, nine games. In fact, uh, I won one player of the week award this season, and I played Wayne in my singles league that day. And uh, there's no better warm-up you'll ever get to play in Wayne in seven games at 5 one double out competitively before you go play Team League. Yeah. I played him in the playoffs a couple of seasons ago in playoffs in singles league before I went to play the playoffs that night. 
and I was flat out on fire that night. Uh, Keon looked at me at the end of the match and went, whatever you did today, do it again next week. It was like, eat whatever you ate, wear whatever you're wearing, yeah, do it all again. Yes, dang, he goes, you were on it. I was like, well, I played Wayne in singles league, and we went nine games, and it was the ninth game. Yeah, was, we played all of them. He goes, call him up, do it again. <laughs> I was like, well, we have other people to play, but all right, I'll see where you're at. Um, now, let's jump on over to some other sports. There's apparently other things going on in the world. I'm going to start out with the Final Four. On ESPN, there are 37 perfect brackets still left out of the 20-something million that were filled out. Uh, I, I firmly believe that all 37 of those people are NCAA men's basketball referees. Or at least related to them. Like, very close with them. Because uh, referees have done a lot to determine this tournament. Um, they're the ones that can. Now... I don't like this tournament. And that's going to be different than what the national media is going to tell you. Oh, we love the parody, the Cinderella stories, all the upsets. No. No. I attended the University of Alabama. I like Blue Bloods. And then when it, last year's Final Four, last year, North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, Villanova, that's my speed, baby. That's where I'm at. Give me the traditional powers, the best of the best. This is clown car stuff. Florida Atlantic, San Diego State. And on the other side, you got Miami and UConn. UConn's the only one. They were the only one in the Elite Eight that's ever won a national title. Okay. Well, UConn, it's yours to lose now. It's all on you. Uh, the odds for winning the title, UConn is minus 150. San Diego State plus 375. Miami plus 425. Florida Atlantic plus 650. Uh, in the game, San Diego State is a two-point favorite. UConn is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I got to tell you, I'm going to go with FAU to knock off San Diego State. But Coleman, San Diego State beat Alabama. You got to pull for them, right? You want the team that beats you to win it all. Like, hey, we lost to a good team. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. But let me tell you, San Diego State did not beat Crichton. Was it a foul? Was it a foul at the end of the game? Yes. His hand was on his hip. By the letter of the law, it was a foul. What if I told you they had only called 22 fouls that entire game? They have been letting them play all day. That's how they go. It's like calling holding on a game winning play when you had not called it all day long. You gotta swallow that whistle, man. No, she, that referee is gonna go, it was a foul and I made the right call. Everybody's gonna go, no, you did. You did, you were right. And I'm gonna go, yeah, let's go through the rest of the game and all the calls you missed then. Two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. Consistency is what makes a right with a referee. And in the final seconds of a game to make that call, I thought it was wrong. I thought they should have gone to overtime. Let the two teams figure it out on the floor. Maybe San Diego State still wins. Maybe they still win. 
But I just think that the basketball gods are going to come back and bite San Diego State for that call. I think Florida Atlantic gets the win. I'm taking a plus the two. Over-under is 131 and a half. You know I'm not touching that. On the other side, UConn and Miami. My friend Adrian Leach, I know, took Miami to win the tournament. I know he took it before it started. I'm not sure how far back. But he's rolling with the U. Unfortunately, they're playing UConn, and UConn, they look good. Miami does too. What a huge comeback. Being down double digits. You know, 13 to Texas. Thought that game was over. It was done. Hook of horns. Matthew McConaughey was cracking beers. Yeah, well, he needed a few beers after watching them lose that. Here's the thing, though. Did Texas give that game away? Yeah, somewhat. But no. More than that, Miami took it. Texas put it out on the platter. They held it out and said, you want to come take it? And Miami snatched it. But Miami took it. Uh, they got some shooters. They got some guys that look like NBA shooters. They could hit mid-range jump shots consistently. One of their guys was seven. One of their guards, I can't remember his name. He was seven for seven from the floor, 13 for 13 from the free throw line. That's how you win ball games, guys. That's how you win ball games. <clears throat> Perfect game. Okay. In that game, UConn's minus five and a half. Oh, I hate that. I kind of like UConn. I like UConn to win. Um, I think UConn cuts down the net, so I think they're the national champs. If we did a third chance bracket, I would take them. But if I did, it would just jinx UConn. So, the way my brackets have gone. So, that's where we are on that. Uh, I, I, UConn, FAU. I know that all of South Florida wants to see Miami against FAU. Yeah, I can see it. But I, I got to go with UConn. And I got to go with UConn to win it all. All right. Now, let's jump over. MLB opening day starts this Thursday. So I talked to two of my friends, Claymore, the avid Phillies fan that he is, and Shane Cook. I know a lot of y'all know Shane, but y'all might not know this about him. He's a Braves fan. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to the Braves. And uh, it's hard to know Shane and not know that. Uh, but <laughs> it's just for those of you out there that don't, you know, it's, it's Braves fan. So I asked them to give me their picks. I have my picks also. We're going to go through this division by division, and I'm going to do it quick. So, mm, hang on. We're going to start out in the AL East. Uh, Clay picked the Yankees with it. Shane gave me all of his in order. I have all mine in order. Clay is dealing with a lot, uh, so he just gave me his winners. Shane with Yankees, Orioles, Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox. Clay went Yankees to win the East. He's got the Rays getting a wild card. I have the Yankees winning the East also. I got to tell you, though, I'm not huge on them just because they have three what would be starting pitchers starting the season on the DL. But the bats, the young guy coming up, uh, oh, Yanks going to be fun. Um, I went with the Blue Jays to come in second. I have the Rays in third. That's a lot to do with Tyler Glass now being, uh, being out. 
and how fragile that Rays roster is when they lose a big piece because this isn't a money team. Uh, the Rays have made the playoffs four straight years. So going for them to miss the playoffs is a bit of a bold prediction. I have the Orioles finishing behind them. I do have the Red Sox coming in last in the division. Despite them making some moves, none of them were big splashes and I don't think big enough moves to move them up in the division. Mm. To the AL Central. Now Shane wrote down the Indians. And I think he means the Cleveland Guardians because the Indians don't exist anymore. This right here I will use as Exhibit A whenever I'm talking about Braves fans only follow the Braves and nobody else. He don't even know Cleveland changed the name a couple of seasons ago. Oh, Shane. The Guardians. Then he has the White Sox, the Twins, the Tigers, and the Royals. Wrong. Clay has the Cleveland winning the uh, winning the division and the White Sox getting a wild card. Wrong. Here's mine. Twins win the division. Cleveland Guardians in second. White Sox third. Tigers fourth. Royals fifth. Uh, I gotta go back. AL East. I'll give you the odds to win the division, by the way, from Vegas. Yankees were minus 125. Um... The Jays were plus 150. The Rays were plus 375. Then you got the Orioles at plus 2,800. The Red Sox plus 3,000. Now let's go over to the Central with those. I picked the Twins. They're plus 200. Okay. Cleveland is plus 100. They took the favorite. I did not. If Cleveland stays healthy, I think they're a better team. Uh, I'm sorry. If the Twins stay healthy, I think they're a better team. Cleveland made the playoffs last year with the youngest team in baseball. They have the best manager in baseball. I like the Cleveland Guardians. I love Terry Francona. Just saying. They have the White Sox at plus 275 or 225 to win that division. Uh, the Tigers plus 2,500. The Royals plus 4,000. Now over to the AL West. Shane went Mariners to win the division. Angels in second, Astros in third, Rangers then the A's. Clay has the Mariners also winning the division. That's a team that made a playoffs last year. You know, longest drop broken. Mm. Fortunately for you people out there, I have not been doing all the hard drugs that they are. And I'm going to stay with the defending World Series champion Astros. Sorry, Clay who are minus 235 to win that division, to win that division. Seattle is plus 265. Then you got the uh, Rangers there. What's going on? Then you got the, <laughs> you got the Rangers at plus uh, 1,050. The Angels, I have them finishing behind the Rangers, that's right, plus 675. And the A's are plus 17,000. I don't think the Angels do well again, and I'll go into that more later on. Let's jump over to the National League. As always, we'll start out in the NL West, because most of you listening are NL East fans, and I want to keep you on the show. Mm. 
In the NL West, Shane went Padres, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Giants, Rockies. Shea, uh, Clay has the Dodgers winning the division, the Padres getting the wild card. Uh, I'll tell you, I went Padres, Dodgers, Giants, D-backs, Rockies. The Padres, or the Dodgers are minus 140. They're the favorite to win the division. I went with the Padres at plus 100, even money. Um, I think they do. Oh, they have. Uh, I have the Giants behind them. They're plus 1,500 to win the division. The uh, Diamondbacks are plus 2,300. Uh, neither of those teams are going to scare the Padres or the Dodgers. And the Rockies are plus 14,000. Uh, the Chris Bryant deal is really looking dumber and dumber. And that contract is going to look worse and worse. By the way, when they lost one of their starting pitchers, their ace pitcher, they might have the worst starting pitching in MLB this year, especially pitching in Colorado. Just give me the over and get out of the way. Over to the Comedy Central. The NL Central. Hmm. Shane, who should definitely be uh, drug tested or responsible vending something, took the Cubs to win the division, then the Brewers, then the Cardinals, then the Pirates, then the Reds. Shane, uh, Clay went with the Brewers to win the division. I'm going with the Cardinals, who are minus 185, the favorite. I'm taking the Cards to win the division. The Brewers are plus 165 to win the division. The Cubs are plus 800. So if you like value bets, yeah, there you go. Uh, the Pirates are plus 5,000, and the Reds are plus 5,500. Um, the Cubs did add a lot of pieces. We have some great pitching in the minors. They're not going to come up yet. Uh, 24, I think that we'll contend for that division. But I think we're still a year away. Also, <laughs> a lot of the contracts we signed were one-year deals. If the Cubs don't come out of the gates hot, will the front office immediately start to sell and trade, you know, like they like to do? <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what we do with all those mm. as the season goes on based on how we're doing. Oh, over to the NL East. Well, this one's going to surprise you guys. Shane went Braves, Phillies, Mets, Marlins, Nats. Clay went Braves. Phillies getting the wild card. Too many injuries right now. He elaborated on a long post about it. I'm not going to go through all of it for you. But they still have plenty of talent. Hoskins going down is big. But they're, uh, they're going to. They still got plenty of talent. They're going to be a good team. And because of that injury, I agree. I took the Braves to win the division. I don't I like it. I'm not happy about it. I hope they go low 162. That would make me happy. I do not like your fans. I do not like... I picked the Astros on the other side. I like more of their fans than I do y'all's. Um, but I took the Braves to win the division. I took the Phillies to come in second. Uh, the Braves, by the way, are minus 150 to win that division. The Phillies are plus 425. So if you like value, the team that went to the World Series last year, not a bad one there. Um, the Mets are plus 150. What? I'm not sure these guys know that DeGrom left. 
uh, the Marlins are plus 5,500, and then the Nats, if you like giving away money, come see me when I'm bartending, and I got a tip draw and everything, uh, but they're plus 18,000. 18,000. You heard me. Anyway. Now let's go on towards the playoffs, all right? To win the National League. As you got your teams that are in there, Shane drew his out brackets and everything. Um, <laughs> it's all the way through. I'm going to give you the odds to win the NL. You got the Dodgers at 325, Braves at 350, Padres at 400, Mets at 425. The Cards and the Phillies are both plus 800. Uh, for fun, I looked at the Cubs. They're plus 4,200 to win the NL. But anybody that's below the cards of Phillies, honestly, you're getting good odds. Uh, ridiculously good odds if you think they can do it. Um, to win the World Series in the NL, the Braves are actually the favorite there. Like, all right, look at this. The Dodgers are the favorite to win the NL at plus 325. Braves are plus 350. But for the World Series, the Braves are 700. The Dodgers are 750. I think the Dodgers can get there and not do it. What? That don't make sense. Wait, yes it does. Um, the Padres are plus 750. There's good value. The Mets, 850. Now here's where it gets funny. The Phillies are plus 825 to win the World Series. Right? They were plus 800 to win the NL. 825 to win the World Series. The Cardinals, that were also plus 800 to win the NL, are plus 1700 to win the World Series. This is a franchise that has the second most World Series only behind the New York Yankees. I don't understand the discrepancy, how big that jump is. Uh, the Cubs are plus 9,500 if you're curious. Uh, once again, join up with the Nats fans and come see me when I'm watching it. Um, but yeah, I took it. I mean, how do you know it? It's plus 9,500. It's my team. On the AL, the playoff side, the Astros are, are the favorite to win the AL at plus 285. Yankees plus 325. Blue Jays plus 500. Seattle plus 600. Tampa plus 900. Cleveland Guardians, same Guardians, plus 1,200. Twins plus 1,500. And then you've got the uh, White Sox at plus 1,400. All right? To win the World Series. The Astros are still the favorite over there at plus 625. Yankees plus 700. Blue Jays plus 1,000. Seattle plus 1,100. Tampa plus 1,800. Cleveland plus 2,500. Twins plus 3,500. White Sox also plus 3,500. Now, same discrepancies we were talking about over there. Let me go back. AL Central, I told you that to win the division... Indians are plus 100, Twins plus 200, White Sox plus 225, right? So, Twins over White Sox. To win the AL, then, yeah, the, in, uh, the Guardians are plus 1,200, and then the Twins plus, I mean, the White Sox plus 1,400, and the Twins plus 1,500. Okay. So they're saying if the White Sox get in, they'll give them better odds to win the AL than the Twins. And I thought about that with saying, yeah, it kind of makes sense because the Twins, when they do get in, it's rare that they, you know, they get in from time to time, 
They just don't, you know, hold the trophy. But then in the World Series side of it, yeah, again, India's 2,500, but both of them plus 3,500. Somebody in Vegas just went, make them both the same, man. They, neither, one of, neither one of them are going to do it. Just 3,500. Yeah, whatever. I like those discrepancies, though, and I look at some of that, and I, I think that's very interesting to look at. I will tell you that Shane took, and a surprise to absolutely no one, the Braves over the Yankees in seven, like he has, well, every year of his life. I'm not that big on the Yanks. I'm even less big on the Braves. I think that the San Diego Padres are finally going to do it. They're going to get there to the World Series. They're going to win it. That's just my opinion. And that's where I'm at. And I told you, San Diego win the World Series plus 750. It's not the best odds, not the worst odds either. Um, I'm going to take San Diego. And I'm going to have them beat the Cleveland Guardians. That's right. I took the Twins to win the division. I think the Guardians get the wild card. And I think Terry Francona does a masterful job through the playoffs. Astros, the only reason I'm writing them off and not having them there is very simple. We haven't had a back-to-back World Series champion in a long time. I know the Yankees are on a 13-year drought since the last time they won it. That's one of the, that's getting up there won some of the longest droughts in you know history of the Yankees. They're due. They have the guys to do it. I can see the Yankees doing it. They have the, the bats to do it. But those three pitchers all starting the season on the DL is what has me nervous. If they get them back, they get them right, and their pitching gets right. Garrett Cole remembers he's Garrett Cole. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Yankees. I could see San Diego, New York would be awesome, by the way. That would just be a phenomenal World Series. So there's there's my picks. There it is. Preseason baseball. Um, I could go through a lot of them, but I think uh, I think Pete Alonso leads the NL in home runs. How about that? I'll give you that one. I'm not going to go through all the others. It's very late. I have dark league tonight. I have things to do. I've got to get some sleep. I want to thank you all for listening. But before I go, I do want to tell you I love each and every one of you. I sincerely appreciate. Y'all listening, uh, <coughs> I, know, I know being uh, being my friend is not always the easiest thing. I can be that guy, but I do appreciate it, and I appreciate y'all staying with me and staying loyal. And I hope that uh, all each of you stay safe and stay healthy, and I pray nothing but the best for each of you. And and I, I sincerely mean that. And I hope that uh, you t- you tell the people that you know you you love and care about. Uh, the same because as Claymore always says we're all dying act accordingly and uh, he's right we are it just hits home a little bit more you know when it's uh, good friends of yours so and, and I know he knew Wayne he's dealing with a lot as well and so uh, wishing wishing them nothing but the best and getting through everything he's going through It's going to be a tough night tomorrow night, guys. I'm not going to lie. Because uh, everybody in the league, that's, that's going to be the topic. It's not an easy thing to talk about. And you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. 
Anyway, that is my time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Or get the foul call if you're San Diego State because that's apparently all you got to do. Play to win. Don't take four timeouts home with you, Nate Oates. What are we going to do with them here? Play to win. And most importantly, when you get married, just like all of my guy friends have done, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman. Thanks for listening.